0: Hey, 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 we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Never in between, the prem is back, and so is invincible FC. Oh, oh the crowd goes wild. <laughs>
1: but all eight people,
0: we have 15 plays. On the-
1: there we go. Yeah, we, we got, got 15 players. plays
0: in the last episode. We're,
1: we're building, we, we we're need building. to create some more content,
0: dude. Seriously. Seriously. we I have some ideas for that. We should brainstorm after this. Yeah, we
1: we have a lot of content possibilities. That's for sure.
0: So many options. With the World Cup coming up, you all best believe we're going to be cooking yes, up sure. some World Cup content for you guys. We're going to have some good stuff. I'd like mm-hmm. to put a piece together. I think I'm going to start working on this very soon because it's definitely something that we need to give proper consideration to. But I'd like to put a piece together on the humanitarian aspects of the World Cup being Qatar mm-hmm. and what that means for viewers and how to consume responsibly because yeah. I believe there are ways for us to enjoy the World Cup without sort of buying into the sports watching propaganda I just want to make sure that I know what those are so we're gonna we're gonna get to <laughs> the bottom of that one we'll okay. figure it out. I like it Um, but that's just kind of a, a thought that I'm having for us for now Yeah, I'm glad Um, cool so moving on from that
1: start Let's, Let's get it started, pride. bro.
0: Yeah. A lot of a lot of news. Uh, a lot of news to catch up on. Mm-hmm. A lot of news to catch up on. Um, I see no reason not to go in chronological order. Mostly just because I want to talk about <laughs> the funded Derby first. Let's do it. Um What a game.
1: What a performance.
0: What a performance. It was really something special from from boys. Um I have a lot of kind of thoughts synthesized on this one, so I'm not gonna attempt to do all that right away. But I'm just gonna I'm I'm gonna get us started in one place, I think is kind of kind of fitting, and I want to talk about the red card.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I want to just get that out of the way. Yep. So many people have been critical of that as a harsh red card. I saw a tweet the other day though that sums it up perfectly. That right there was a Jacka red card. And it's good to be on the other side of it for once. Yep, yep. That's kind of all I got for you. I think for yeah. a long time in North London, Derby has had controversial red cards on Granite Jacka or Socrates Papastopoulos or people like that. I'm not <laughs> sure if Socrates ever got one, but he would have. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's like you know, you look at the call and it is harsh, and everyone says it's harsh, but they're also like, you know, he's done poorly to get himself into that position,
1: right? Yeah, it's-
0: and, you know, you kind of just have to sit there and accept the noise because that's that's not exactly an unfair statement. Mm-hmm. Like you don't get sent off for a cheap foul unless you commit a cheap foul.
1: Yeah. Um, I agree I with that. It was so that, nice that's... to be on the
0: other side of that controversy for once. Go ahead. sorry.
1: Yeah, no, no, that's a good point. Um, I think when I, when I first viewed it, I was like, I, I, don't, I didn't think that was a red card. And I was with a bunch of actually like five or six Tottenham fans I was with uh, watching the match. Um, and a few Arsenal fans as well, but um, they obviously were were heated at that at that moment, as I probably would be uh, if the roles are reversed. Um, but that's a very very good point about that, that it's a of rig card because I think very often Arsenal fans get caught up in there's an agenda against us. The ref hates us. It's it's always going against us, and um, and I don't think that's true. And I. I think there are a lot of instances where people go too far. For example, the Man City game last year, I will go into that right now, but um, I think in this circumstance, that's a very good point because Jack has gotten red cards for less than that. um, I'll say. Uh, And I think, uh, yeah, I think just getting to that position and making it a difficult decision in the first place um, is what makes it a, even a borderline red card. Um, And I think, It was a stupid foul for him to commit. It was pretty high. Again, I don't know if it was high enough for Red. I think it could have gone out of way. Um, Maybe a little soft, but I I see why it was given.
0: Uh, Yeah, I'm going to agree with you on that. I actually have a Spurs supporting friend who I was messaging during the game, and when he did that, all he sent me was, Royale is such a moron. Okay. So I thought that was an interesting effective so on it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, he is. It, uh, it, without a doubt. You can see but- Conte's reaction
1: after he did it. It wasn't – I mean, he, that was before he was, the, the red card came out, but he was furious at his player, um, and rightfully so, because, I mean, red card aside, even if that's a yellow card, that's a stupid foul to commit. You have him in, in his own corner. Um, he's not – he doesn't really have any, very many places to go, so it just wasn't a, a – it was just boneheaded. It really was.
0: Yeah. It, it it really was was pretty stupid of him. I'm not going to lie to you. Let's get into the performance though. Yeah, dude, that's that's what we really need to be talking about is is how well our boys played. I'm sorry mm-hmm. that was the, the next thing I was getting on to. Is <laughs> You're just, good I can my thoughts there. Um yeah, no, we need we need to talk about the performance though mm-hmm. because the way the boys played, man. Mm-hmm. that should be kind of the main takeaway from that. I just wanted to address that red card thing, and get it out of the way. No, totally. What we yeah, focus thing. on is the fact that we were head and shoulders above Spurs in this game. Yeah. Um, it was a silly penalty to give away. Obviously a frustrating moment. I think Gabrielle gets too much flack from Arsenal fans in general right now. Um, there was plenty of poor defending in the build up to that silly mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, but regardless, it is a really encouraging performance. It was one of those games where you looked at it and you were like, "This is the Arsenal that they kept telling us we were going to see." Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, this is the Arsenal that we've been waiting for for the process. I mean, since Arsene Wenger left, really, mm-hmm. this is the Arsenal we've needed back, and all of a sudden we look like. I mean, I would have been very hesitant to say this, given how well Tottenham had playing before, have been playing before this week but just watching us go like toe to toe in that game i don't know that we're on the same level i and i don't know that any team other than arsenal maybe is going to step up and and you know run city for the race here
1: mm-hmm. uh so what I'll say about that is remember last year we also same, same score line we ran spurs out of the water first 30some uh, minutes of the match. Um, and then they, they got to go back, we, we still had a very convincing win and then the role, and then you know the, the, the reverse fixture um, came out and we got battered out of the water. and um, I still think if we go to their place right now, it's going to be a pretty even match um it might be more even than this one was uh but i don't think i I think we have to wait a little bit longer to say that we're a level ahead of them right now i think we're in a better spot than them for sure um i still think obviously city is massively the favorite um i think i think the one hope i'm holding out for for any potential title contention is if uh city goes uh, nail and tongue in the Champions League and puts their focus more in there and concedes a little bit of their Premier League form. Um, it's hard to see that though, just because of the incredible depth they have and the robot that they have, of course. Um, we'll get Dude, into that though. I, which I think... robot
0: though, because are you talking because they both scored hat tricks? Both of their yeah. robots,
1: yeah. I'm talking about uh, uh Laporte.
0: Oh yeah. Oh well. Then that's a whole different robot, man. <laughs>
1: Dude, how many robots? I'm are... um, kidding. Okay. Uh, I think everybody knows what which robot I'm talking about, but we'll get into that, right? Yeah, um, we can, we can,
0: we can, we can get there when we get there. Yeah, that
1: yeah. might be one of the only other games. Yeah. Um. I think. I think just briefly about Gabrielle. I, I agree with you that sometimes he gets a little bit too much slack. Um. But I, one one thing I'll say is I think, uh, in previous seasons he's been the the, the star defender, the the standout one that that seems to be like moving into the new generation, um, that's been having to deal with the David Luizes on that other side, the Pablo Maris, the Socrates and all those. Um and I think so I think he's um he 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 was given a very high expectation after the last few seasons. And now that he's working with just a class center back um with, with a pairing, I think it's kind of taken him out of that you know star defender role um and maybe that's i don't know if it's for the worst but uh i think that's kind of shown that maybe he's just not at that level yet um still just very very talented defender but maybe just makes a few too many mistakes um so yeah that's that's my take on Gabrielle. i think um but also i think just the uh the returns um really uh, put us back into a fantastic spot. I think was Zinchenko coming back. Um, was it Party who just came back? In Odegaard, yeah, Party. Um, yeah, and that obviously made a big difference. Party was fantastic, one man of the match, I think. Um, and he makes such a big difference in that midfield. It's unbelievable. Um, he's just, he's so good, so good.
0: He really is, man. I. His goal was fantastic and it was a long time coming, but it feels like nowhere near his biggest contribution to the mm-hmm. game. Yep. He's just a wall. He's just an absolute wall in midfield. Um. I've never really seen anything like it. Yeah. And especially watching this team, like there are a few players on teams like Arsenal or Liverpool, maybe not Man City. Yeah. I think Holland's going to make himself this way. Um. On like the top top teams, you're talking your Liverpool's, you're talking your Arsenal's, you're talking your Chelsea's, that when they're in the game, the team looks completely different from when they're out of the game, mm-hmm. and probably the biggest like switch flipper for Liverpool, I've, I've tipped it to be Van Dyke. For Arsenal, it has to be Thomas Partey. Yeah, the team can play, can play a completely different style when he's on the pitch, almost.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It, well, that it's remarkable. It it's awesome.
1: Yeah. I think I think that goes into again his midfield partner in Jaka. Um, it it um, a lot of it's because of the difference between Jaka as a six and as an eight. Because um, mm-hmm. as an eight, he's freed up with Party being able to drop into the six, and he um, he can rely on him there because he's such a reliable, such a phenomenal player in that midfield. Um, so Jaka can go further forward, and I've said this time and time again on this pod. Um, when part is in that lineup, Shaka has is free roaming and he can go anywhere he wants. And he's such he, he's such an underrated attacker because he's never been able to do that in the past, and you've never really been able to see him. So going forward, we're seeing what he can do now, and he's honestly becoming one of my favorite players, not just because of what he's doing on the pitch, but just because of his story. I mean, it's unbelievable how he just got nothing from from the fans. He really throughout his his Arsenal career, he's the only Arsenal player right now that has played a Champions League match for Arsenal. Um, he, he's the one who made it through the entire uh, rock bottom um, and, and was basically scapegoated for a lot of it. Still got through it and now is becoming a cult hero in a sense. And it's it's really incredible given how much um, abuse he's gotten to where he is today. And I'm really proud of
0: him. No, I, I couldn't agree with you more. It's, it's been really fun to watch his redemption as a player. Um, and to see his role in like the left side of our attack developing mm-hmm. into just as good as the right side because obviously last year the right side of our attacks Odegaard and Saka up that wing that that was our best channel that was our not our only channel but it was our best channel by such a significant amount that if team yep. teams pretty much figured out if you rough up Saka enough that he feels uncomfortable you've kind of put Arsenal off their game
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that is I think we've seen time and again, the only way that teams ever really neutralize Saka is just Jordan rules that guy. You just Correct. have to Jordan rules him. You got to yeah. you gotta hack a Shaq. <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, the fact that that right side of our attack is so well-known and everyone fears Saka and he's about to sign for $200,000 a week um, mm-hmm. means that the left side of the attack where Martinelli is, Jaka combines in that side because Odegaard tends to float out to the right. Zinchenko runs up. And we've seen Jesus float out into that, like, left-wing territory a lot to cook mm-hmm. up to get the ball and then keep the attack moving. Yeah, so the left side and the right side are both looking really dangerous now. And I don't know, as an opposing team, how you would approach defending this attack.
1: I don't know. There aren't In the, many, in the past, it's been pretty options. easy.
0: How do you shut down Arsenal? You
1: shut down Saka. Yeah, and then they can't really but do. There's one. so many. Yeah, and that's what they did at the at the end of last season, what, what certain teams did, and Saka dropped in form, and I mean, it made sense because he was just he he was carrying the side, and he he was really carrying the side on his back. He he was forced Absolute to play almost immense. every match, almost every minute, and we couldn't really function without him because we were running everything through him. And now everyone is just picking up the slack. Everyone is playing their role, and it's working just so so well.
0: Hmm. Yeah, it's a cohesive unit now. It's a coherent team. They play together with with fluidity. Mm -hmm. Um, That kind of like play out from the back that always made us nervous last year. It's not making me nervous. Not only is it not making me nervous, it doesn't look like it should make you nervous. Yeah, It it looks like just kind of how the team plays. I'm just confident
1: watching this team now. Like... Dude, even in the too. past I've always been cautiously sure. optimistic in certain moments even mm-hmm. when we're playing so well and I'm like I know it's gonna I, I know it's just like this match is just gonna like it's gonna fall apart and my hopes is gonna go away we're, we're yeah. playing Liverpool next week and I think we're favored in that match I really do and, and when's the last time we could say that and I'm actually do you, do you, do you confident going into that match for the players. first time in a long long time
0: yeah, we're gonna have to record with Connor sometime either tomorrow or Friday. Yeah, um, to talk about this because he is also very confident going yeah. into that match. Yeah, and I don't know where that confidence is coming from. <laughs> um, because what is Trent gonna defend Martinelli with an assist? Like, yeah. um, <laughs> he's he's not gonna like that I said that. Uh, sorry, Connor.
1: Um, no, don't say sorry,
0: but well, wait, 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 I can, I can I'll apologize now and then I'll double down on it later. Um <laughs> But either way, um, I think that's something we need to do so that we can kind of preview that match. Yep. It's going to be a really, really interesting one. And this is a serious heat check for Arsenal because even last year in games when I felt like we could go toe-to-toe with City and even during Project Restart when we actually did beat Liverpool, yep, I've never seen us put in a convincing performance with Liverpool. Yeah, exactly. We beat them on two cheap mistakes the, yep. the, year, the time that we beat them in 2020. Mm-hmm. And other than that, Every single time we play them, they kill us. They wipe us. They drag us across the field. Right. Absolutely. It's embarrassing pretty much every time we have to play them. And Mm -hmm. now, for some reason, I feel super confident. And so I'm really, really, really hoping that this is that heat check that really makes the team settle in. Because as confident as I feel at this North London Derby, that loss to United still bothers me a lot.
1: Yeah. I I mean, it's going to take time for that to change. Yeah. I didn't expect to win that. Honestly, I, I thought it was a droppable game. I, I, we were five and zero at the time. We were due to drop some points. We weren't going to start eight and zero. So seven and one certainly reasonable. And the the one thing that worried me about the game, I mean, I mean, we, we were not. We were a shorthanded side. We weren't. Uh, you know, there were a lot of things going against us. The one thing I was worried about is the fact that we were beating every small team, and we we hadn't. Proven it against a big team, and the one time we played a big team, we lost. Um, That's a tough match at Old Trafford, no matter what form United's in. Uh, And this weekend, we proved that we can still be. Who's who's, uh, better than United? They're in a better spot Uh, than them. So I would agree. uh, I think. Go ahead. Doesn't worry me. No, nothing.
0: No, I mean, I, I, I think. This just goes to prove that, that you had a kind of a – I'm going to whisper this. Fluke. It was a fluke. Yep. Um, I
1: agree. I don't know.
0: I I, one of my coworkers is a huge Manchester United fan, and he's, like, delusionally optimistic. I mean, so going, man, he's I like, I think we're going to beat you guys. I think if, if he plays Martinez, we can win the game. And I was like, what are you talking about, bro? And then we lost, and I was like, oh, this is embarrassing. <laughs> Right. Every United fans
1: like that though. You seen United Trey on Twitter, dude? They're
0: yeah, that's a good point. They're all like <laughs> that. Um, no, it was it's crazy. He told me that this weekend if they started Martinez and Varane as the center back pairing, they were going to win the game one against nil.
1: City. Like yeah, one yeah. nil.
0: And then and then I got into that's work and he was like, dude. It was just stupid because Ten Hag put the wrong players out. And He goes like, we won the second half three two, and I was like. Okay, it wasn't against the player who wears number eighty. Yeah, <laughs> it's so wild to me. But I mean, fair enough, I You're guess. You got to back fun. your boys. You have to back your. Boys. You got to
1: back the boys. We did that um, in the dark arsenal days. We always did,
0: and that's why I feel like I've earned the right to enjoy this team now.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and enjoy it. I am man. This has been so much fun. Yep. I guess last note on Arsenal, we should touch on the Liverpool game and the Manchester Derby real quick, just because they were kind of important. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and Chelsea were so unbelievably lucky not to lose to Palace, but continuing from that. Um, <laughs> Thiago shouldn't have been on the pitch. Plus, but, again, was,
1: true. That was really bad. Thiago Silva, stonewall red card.
0: Yeah. Like, stonewall red Yeah, card.
1: that was... It depends on where Chilwell was because I think he might have been getting back in the spot, but that that was so le- that was very square. orange. They're, they're relatively
0: red. square in position at that point. Yeah, man. like yeah. to me that I, I just don't I just don't know a single person that I know who's looked at that and hasn't immediately gone that's a red card.
1: Mm-hmm. This is
0: an obvious red card.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I don't As know. they balled oh. out that game, by the way, my boy, um, unlucky not to score a couple goals, maybe get a few assists. Uh, and, of course, Pulisic saves the day for Chelsea. A Chelsea side yeah. that doesn't respect him, but... Classic we'll, we'll Pulisic saves
0: the day. Classic Pulisic assists to save the day. Gallagher, Classic. lucky tap-in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <Connor> <laughs> Gallagher, he's just lucky to get a tap-in from Yeah,
1: pretty much, yeah.
0: Yeah, Connor Gallagher is still my Chelsea flop for the year. Um, but moving still on. Moving on, also... Thoughts on Aubameyang scoring? Actually, I we were talking about this in group chat earlier. I didn't see you respond. Yeah, I, um, am, I am off the Aubameyang train. I have his jersey hanging in my room, but I've turned it around so just as the Arsenal <laughs> one hanging, like and his name okay. is against the wall. I, I, and I thought I was going to be okay with it, and then watching him score for Chelsea, it just, it, it just made me yeah, um, it just made me angry. I can't deal
1: with it. Right. He scored again today, by the way. It was a nice finish um, against AC Milan. Uh, I think... He did. Yeah. It's, it's a tough one. I'm not, I'm not that phased either way, if I'm being honest, because he's in the past. He did great things for us, and I'm still um, thankful for that. But he's also a rival now. Um, and I think it was a mu- the mutually correct decision for him to leave. Uh, in his best interest and in Arsenal's best interest, we're doing better. Um, it looks like he's in a better place now than I guess he was at least at the end of his Arsenal days. Um, so I think it's fine. I mean, it's tough days at Chelsea. I'm not going to, I'm going to root against him like he's any other rival player. I'm not going to like pretend he's like a, a, a or something. I'm not going to pretend he's an Arsenal player. He's not, he's a rival player and that's all I'm really going to do with it. I'm not going to like, I'm not going to be sentimental, um, but I still like him as a person and um, I'm still so thankful for what he did as a player. That's basically how I'll put it.
0: Yeah, I like him as a person until we play Chelsea, and then he'll just yeah, right. Me
1: yeah, he's no Robin van Persie. No, he's
0: definitely not Robin van Persie because he didn't leave us straight yeah, for them. Right.
1: He's a um, he's a typical a typical opponent. That's that's how I'll deal with it, honestly.
0: Yeah, he's a typical opponent, but if Jack elbows him, I won't be mad. Um, yeah. <laughs> Jacques can't waste the yellow card there he, he can he get sure. the yellow card on yeah. that.
1: that's I'm fine. just I'm just happy we went for the the world-class 25 year olds Brazilian and, and they went for the the washed up 33 year old showing our levels
0: yeah that's a good point that is a good point yeah uh last thing on the Arsenal game just going back to it now I'm realizing I did want to touch on one other thing that I forgot about Jesus the record is alive we always they, the dude always wins when he scores.
1: Is that true? Yeah. Every time he scores, his team wins the game. Oh, I heard about that. Like at City
0: too, right? It was it was a thing at City, like a big thing at City, that every time Jesus was in the team and he would score, they would always win the game. That's crazy. And we have I mean, yet, yet to lose the game that anyway, Jesus but... scored in. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, we're going to have to keep a tally and a monitor on that. In this um in this podcast because mm-hmm. I think if it's gonna happen it would probably happen at Arsenal not to say that we're less likely to win than Man City but Jesus is more likely to play in a loss right uh, and subsequently obviously score true. in said loss true um, that where he saw less minutes City obviously one of the biggest reasons that he left the team um mm-hmm. but moving on we've we've talked about Chelsea briefly I don't think we need to linger on the Liverpool Brighton game for more than a minute or two but. I'm sorry, in what universe does Leandro Trossard
1: score a hat-trick at
0: the infield?
1: Right, you could have, had like, four or five. I saw the highlights. Crazy. He yeah, had a few chances, but like he didn't score. Three goals last year. Yeah. Well, he's a good I player. Mean, like I don't know. But he's not He's he's not good enough to
0: score a hat-trick against Liverpool.
1: Oh, uh, is he your new Neil Bopé now that Bopé's gone? I never <laughs> – listen, man. Those Brighton Fords, they're not that – they're short. Um
0: – Sorry. Yeah. That was, sorry. That was an unreasonable attack on them. But they're not that good, bro. <laughs> Mope.
1: <laughs> goals last year. Mope. Yeah, no, I get it.
0: Trossard. They're not that good. You love to hate on your eight goal players. Eight, <laughs> listen, eight goal players, man, like they all and that's a tough thing to want to beat because he's not even <laughs> that good anyway. Um oh man. Too good. Ivan Tony. Ivan Tony. Balling out. They all wish they were Ivan be Ivan Toney as a Premier League. Bro, all, you, you picked
1: Ivan Toney as a flop.
0: Yeah, he sucks. Um, <laughs> no, I'm he's kidding. He's good. I so thought,
1: listen, man, I
0: thought – okay, <laughs> I agree with you. That was a bad pick. I thought that he was going to um, have more friction with the club based off of his kind of off-the-field antics last year. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to turn into more of a head case. But he's really screwed his head on straight, and he's playing well this, this year. So credit good to point. him. Good Nothing point. I can say but credit to him there. I was wrong. Don't worry, I've
1: had some terrible um, takes, so you're good.
0: Dude, we both have had some really, some really tough takes, some shocking um, takes.
1: You know, Steve is going to win the the goals and assists uh, for most of them, right? No, we're not. No, we're not. No, 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 we're That's not doing cool. that.
0: We're not doing that. Uh, <laughs> all I will say is one prediction that I got a lot of flack for that it is looking less and less ridiculous every week that he doesn't score. Is most solid to score twelve.
1: Mm. Um, yeah, what's happening with him? You you called that so far at least,
0: bro is bottled up. What he has one goal in the league this year? Nah, he's definitely got more. I think he
1: only has one. Is he really? Uh, we're gonna find out right now. I'm gonna find out first. No, you're not. Yeah, got it. Two goals, three assists. Two goals, three assists in the league. I mean, it's good in seven games, but
0: for him. I mean, he's unlikely to contend for the Golden Boot with those numbers. Definitely. Not that, he's already not 12 goals contend behind, so. Not that anyone's going to contend for the Golden Boot this yeah. year. I think my gold, my Golden Boot winner has played really well this year, and I don't think he has a chance. Who's your Golden Boot again? Harry Kane. Oh, yeah. It's a good pick, but. <laughs> bro, Holland. Listen, listen, I feel stupid for only tipping Holland to score 25.
1: Yeah. I still I like well, 35. I think... Yeah, bro. Oh, my God. I had him at 18. He's four away from that already. In eight matches. <laughs> oh my god. So we're god. talking
0: about the City United game in full now. We're, we're just gonna we're go going ahead. to go into it. Dude, what the hell?
1: <laughs> I watched pretty much the whole match. Me too. I, I couldn't I saw take until my eyes it, on it. I saw it until it was 6 1.
0: I couldn't take my eyes off it. <laughs> and then
1: Seattle I... just randomly scores two goals. Dude, I went into the game rooting for United, thinking if they
0: can nick a point out of this or something, that'd be great. Yeah. Imagine if they did get another fluke win. That would be awesome for us. We'd be four points ahead of City. That's true. Um, That wasn't going to happen. That was definitely wishful thinking. Yeah. Um, Holy crap. Sick goals, bro. And the only reason that Martial scored those two is that City completely gave up at Mm -hmm. about the hour mark. Yep. I didn't see his goals. I didn't either. Yeah, I'd shut it off by then. I watched most of the game. It
1: was really pretty mesmerizing to watch United just get it's beat around like that. Like, even on, on a rival team, not just because you're going against United, I just think watching Holland is so fun because you know something's going to happen. He, It's a
0: little like we all thought he was off to a red-hot start. And he was going to cool off, and then we realized that he was just getting his toes wet.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like right. he
0: had a shaky start, and we all thought he was playing well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now he's in his yeah. groove, and I've never seen anything like this in my mm-hmm. life. Yep, it's I crazy. I was an Mbappe guy over Holland until this year. New I'm Messi version, like it is the new Messi version. Yeah, going to become that. But mm-hmm. I heard somebody say this wrong about that it might not even be that it might mm-hmm. be a mess. it might be a Ronaldo to Neymar type situation at this level like like Holland already looks clear of Mbappe and that's a hard thing to say because Mbappe is yeah. an amazing player but I don't know that we've ever seen another player do something like this
1: here's the thing though I think it all it's also based on the um the situation he's in because think about it we're, we're looking at Holland right now and seeing how incredibly well he's doing right now. Um, we weren't saying that last year when he was at Dortmund. Still fantastic. Still unbelievable when he's at Dortmund. Um, his conversion rate was incredible. Everything. Um, but you're putting him in a system right now that just floods chances. It just, chance after chance, they just keep creating. Um, and he's perfect for that system. And that's why he just cannot stop scoring. He's unbelievable. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I think, I think it's tough to just say that Holland is way clear because of this form right now that he's in, because I think the reason he's popped off so well, so much more than, uh, previously, I think is because he's put in a system that's like just feeding him chances, which he's just so lethal at, um, so and you Boston, said
0: all creds, to torture, genius, Pep Guardiola.
1: No, not Pep Guardiola. All creds to, I mean, sure, a little bit Pep, but also the world-class players they have, a.k.a. mostly Kevin De Bruyne, who already has, like, nine assists.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, I, system ideal for Holland <laughs> equates to
1: playing in front of De Bruyne. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we knew this would be just a ridiculous combination. I didn't know it was going to be this insane. I only had him 18 goals this first season. I thought I'm, like, kind of struggling. He has 17 contributions already. What the hell is
0: happening? I don't know. I'm actually scared. I like,
1: I, I can't be scared because I feel like it's just inevitable. No, I mean, Where it's I, like if, if we were to like shock country. city this year, like nobody would see it coming. If we finish second, nobody's gonna like. Yeah, you know, that that's a definitely a positive season.
0: Oh man, I, I'm not scared. I, I, listen, even now when we're in first, I'd take second place. Oh, absolutely. If you told me right now, you you. Press this button. Accept second. I mean, place starting this league, fine.
1: Yeah, starting this season, I would have taken fourth place.
0: One hundred percent. Now, I, I I would be disappointed if we don't get third. Yeah, I agree. So, um, I think at worst we end up like Chelsea last year, where we kind of have a great start and then halfway through we kind of float off.
1: I guess so. But yeah, That I would that, that would
0: that would require some serious knocks to the team morale. Overall, mm-hmm. I think we're going to carry more momentum than that.
1: We're just such a likable team, so I feel like probably not. Who knows.
0: Yeah, sorry, I eating something. Oh, no, um, no, you're good, man. You gotta get it. while you, you gotta get out how you live? Um, all yeah, right. So I guess that's kind of all the stuff mm-hmm. that happened this weekend. Um, we could talk about the West Ham game, but I don't do relegation battle. <laughs> that's a lie. I do. I love a good relegation battle, but I just wanted to dub West Ham because I hate those guys. And
1: yeah, that's why Liverpool Brighton was was covered today.
0: Yeah big, Rele- big relegation relegation yeah, big relegation battle. Big relegation battle. Yeah, I mean, I, well, it is a top four battle, though. <laughs> uh, For is it? Brighton.
1: Yeah, Brighton has a chance. I mean, Brighton's everybody's really <laughs> spot. But um, without Graham Potter? Uh...
0: Dude, how are we 11 points clear of Liverpool already? It doesn't make any sense. If we win,
1: I just knocked on wood, but if we win, you know what that means. Dude, I mean, they do have ever. the
0: all-powerful game in hand on us, the, the 12-point game, as everyone knows. Um, <laughs> the 12-point <12
1: well>. <laughs> It's like the old basketball eight-point shot. Oh, sure. yeah. A couple of course. those
0: will be in business. What? Yeah. <laughs> a couple of those, you should be in the money.
1: Down 30 points. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Knocked out a couple eights. Um, uh, <laughs> the top three makes sense to me, and then after that, I'm like, what is this table?
1: I mean, we're looking at a lot of teams. I mean, Brighton obviously overperformed. Chelsea and United, we've talked about them underperforming and are still in that spot. So they're in <laughs> better spots than you would imagine. Um, Newcastle probably will fight for that spot. Honestly,
0: I think Newcastle is here to stay.
1: Yeah, they, they dismantled. They
0: dismantled Fulham this weekend. Yeah, and interestingly enough, it's up.
1: only their second win of the season. Yeah, that was a very good. Very convincing win for them. Um, interestingly enough, this is only their second win of the season, but they had five draws. They were 1-5-1 and one before this weekend. Their only loss was a 2-1 last minute, 98-minute winner from Liverpool. Um, yeah. And everything else was good perfor- or some decent performances and draws um, and a win. And so I think they're going to be in a good spot.
0: I, I agree with you. I think the craziest thing about that system is we all expected them to buy, 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 and mm. they've bought – conservatively in a few really intelligent areas yeah and then Miguel Almiron has decided to be actually be as good as everyone said he was going to be at himself (laughs) yeah um I don't know if it was Jack Grealish making fun of him (laughs) or what it was but like since since Grealish's comment I, I don't think it's hard to figure out which one of them has played better
1: what did Grealish say
0: last year um when they won the title. Do you not remember this? He made a yeah. dig at Almiron. Um, he was, he was talking about what, it was it Foden or it was Gundogan, one of the two. And he's like, yeah, in the middle of the season, he was playing like Almiron, but then he like got his head out of his ass. and what? Wow.
1: what did Almiron do to you? Nothing, Damn. bro.
0: What? Nothing. Like that's the crazy thing is I was Damn.
1: so, Damn. everyone's
0: been so, like he was heavily criticized for that because obviously you need to take criticism for doing, that was whack. Um Seriously. and this isn't like like it, it has shades of Kobe asking why he would pass the Kwame Brown. Um, <laughs> but at least if your teammates is a little different. Yeah. Um, this was just like a complete nonsensical remark. And That's so absurd. I mean yeah, Jack Riddle really Al- I mean when no Almond scored on City.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When Almiron scored on City, that was that was awesome. That was a great moment.
1: Damn, I didn't know that, that whole situation happened.
0: It was, um, yeah, it was a charged situation. When Jack Realish has
1: no place to talk. He was horrible last season.
0: Horrible. Absolutely horrible. Yeah. And then I they, know. I mean, they drew 3 3 this year. Almiron scored the the first goal for Newcastle. It was a great Yeah. Goal.
1: Right. Damn.
0: And his volley this weekend was unreal.
1: Was it? I did not see it. Dude, how have you not seen this? It was a goal. I of did not watch the Fulham Newcastle highlights.
0: <laughs> okay. I, regardless. <laughs> just google miguel almiron volley okay Look it up on youtube i will there's a million youtube shorts of it already it's mm-hmm. it's someone said it's going to win gold a month for october and i don't uh-huh. think it's wrong M,
1: yeah. over party
0: uh it's a better golden than Partes. it's reminiscent you remember martinelli's volley last year
1: against newcastle
0: yeah when he took it over the mm-hmm. shoulder and volleyed yeah. it first time right out of the air it's similar yeah. to that but probably okay. better got you wow it's a hell of a goal, man. Anyone listening to this who hasn't seen it, go watch it right now. It's a hell of a goal. Okay. Um, I guess the last thing I have to say to you is,
1: where are you watching the game tomorrow?
0: Or are you watching the game tomorrow? Will you have practice tomorrow?
1: Oh, the Arsenal game. Yeah, the Arsenal game, man. Um, when is the match? It is at 3:00. three. I'll be, I'll be watching in my dorm.
0: I'm going uh, to Dylan's. You're going to Dylan's? I'm going to go to Dylan's. I decided. Okay. I haven't, I haven't been since opening day of the season. I mean. Okay. I have I'm
1: not. Even, go um. Okay. That's exciting.
0: I'll report back on how it is. Yeah, you going with anybody? Uh, I think I'm gonna go by myself. Ooh, okay. I don't know. Anything. I'll be. I'll, I'll be fine. Well, yeah. Might time. Just go solo. Hang out. Uh, I love it. Put a few wings. Walk, we we got to get back powerful. there soon. Dude, got to go back there. Together absolutely. Soon. I know your season's been busy, but mm-hmm. if we can win we care,
1: We'll figure it out. Absolutely. All right, man. Well, that's not all I got for you there, bro. Yeah, um, um, let's let's uh, record a a few like national team and World Cup stuff soon, as well as everything else.
0: Yeah, we need to get into a World Cup preview for sure. Mm-hmm. Preview. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but everyone, it, watch the match tomorrow. Expect a a possible live reacts pod to the. Uh, the Arsenal versus the Mighty Bodo Glimp, Kings of the Arctic Circle. The Mighty Bodo, uh, <laughs> you had to the best- have scripted that one up beforehand. No, I just that was that was awful, man. But I, <laughs> oh, this I kid's listen- a natural. I was I was <laughs> sitting there thinking about the Mighty Bodo Glimp because they are the Mighty Bodo Glimp, yeah. And you do know that they're the only team that plays in European competition that is located north of the Arctic Circle, right? I did
1: not know that. No, that's they're not- the
0: only like significant <laughs> football team whose home ground is above the Arctic Circle. Really. Wow. It is quite literally. That'll be a fun away day. Frozen tundra.
1: That'll be a fun away day.
0: Yeah, two is, is not allowed to, to the play the team. Who is, any? Any of the guys from like warm countries? No, you're you're staying home. That trip. We need we need eleven <laughs> like, granite jackets on the pitch.
1: <laughs> hey, you, you, doesn't sound like a bad team, does it?
0: No, not at this point, bro. Good over, Brexit uh,
1: eleven. Sean <laughs>
0: Dyche eleven. Speaking of Sean Dice, do you think he has a job anywhere?
1: Does he? I don't know.
0: I mean, he doesn't speak Portuguese, so he's not. <laughs> Does he currently? At wolves. Okay.
1: Uh, I have no idea. He should, but I don't know what what side would want him. You think in the Premier League, going to want him? Maybe Wolves. That's what. I'm, well, I, that's what I'm saying. Probably not Wolves, because
0: I think prerequisite for the Wolves job is you got to speak Portuguese. Um,
1: but like <laughs> honestly, kinda yeah. Everybody no,
0: I, I actually really believe that they probably could not hire a manager that does not speak Portuguese.
1: You could be right. Um I, don't know. I mean, um, the
0: last two managers were Nuno Espírito Santo
1: and Bruno Lodge, both of whom definitely speak Portuguese <laughs> and the like 3 quarters of their players speak Portuguese, so this is what I'm
0: saying, yeah. But maybe, I mean, maybe I next Leicester like... manager We've been – this is what I'm saying is everyone's talking about when Rodgers is getting the sack. He definitely bought himself some time by being Forrest, but it's not exactly an impressive result given that they're the only team oh. below Leicester on the table now. Yeah. Um,
1: How is he still there?
0: I have no clue. I get it? They've been – and I know that they beat Forrest pretty convincingly. They've been the worst team in the league this year by far.
1: I agree. They've been losing significantly, like Signific- really badly.
0: Yeah. No, I, I can an see ugly- Tom Dice coming for that year job, no doubt. I could definitely see that. That out. would
1: be very interesting. I, I don't know if that'll work out, though, because he's such a Brexit manager among, like, a really talented team still. So, I don't know.
0: Yeah, but he can, get those, he can just toughen up those lads a little bit, see if they're ready for a relegation scrap. Yeah, um, we'll see that. Because that is one thing I can guarantee by that team right now. Those guys are not ready for a relegation scrap. And boy, exactly. They're I like fast.
1: I, I, think, I think if they sack Brendan Rodgers, which they should, they'll, they'll bring in a manager that'll just – Bring them like to like lower mid table. I, I think they'll still be fine long term as long as he goes. You're saying 14, 15th area. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna be a score, horrible man. season from them, considering I have to pick them to six. But no, I'm yeah. right there with you.
0: I feel like an idiot for putting Fulham dead last.
1: Yeah, you should. <laughs> <laughs> Who did I put last again, though? I could. Uh... No, I don't remember. Not Brentford. I, I put. Uh... Bournemouth. Yeah, Bournemouth. Yeah, they they're doing a lot better too. They they
0: they really didn't commit in the first couple weeks. I was like, oh man, they really are as bad as everyone says they are. And since then, they've they've they scraped together some decent little. All right,
1: they, they won one match, then they got absolutely battered in three matches. I mean, against very quality sides is City, Arsenal, Liverpool. One of them was nine nothing to be fair, but it's only four matches in, and they already sacked their manager, which everybody disagreed with at the time. But then you look into it, They're since then, they're they're uh, unbeaten in four. Yeah, three, three draws. draws.
0: Six points out of four matches, which...
1: Yeah, it's three draws, but, I mean, one of them is against Newcastle, uh, one against Wolves, one against Brentford. And, uh, like, a clean sheet against Brentford, not an easy thing to do. I'm not going to say. I mean, they, they've been scoring in bunches this year. They already no. have 15 goals, and they couldn't score against Bournemouth. Uh, and Bournemouth had that great comeback against 9-4, so they're putting up a fight.
0: Yeah, definitely a more impressive side than, than was expected. And I think nine points out of eight matches, man. Mm-hmm. At that rate, that... you could expect yourself to stay up. Yep. I don't know. It's going to be much more than that. But I think they should expect themselves to stay up.
1: We got a Bournemouth-Lester this weekend.
0: That'll be an interesting. Oh, relegation six-pointer coming your way. <laughs> um, there it
1: is. The six-pointer.
0: The relegation six-pointer. I had to explain to someone this weekend. What
1: that Not happened. the 12-pointer.
0: Yeah. Oh, 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 well, but yeah, but then there's the twenty-four pointer, <laughs> which is a whole different inverse. Um, how many points is a Champions League? Yeah, not worth even asking for that... a friend. What? How many points is the Champions League final worth? Asking for a friend. Um, <laughs> I don't know. All right, regardless, we it, this is devolved into chaos now. I'm making bad jokes, so we better end this. <laughs> uh, thanks for talking, bro. Bad jokes this was bad. fun. Yep. Um, we'll be in touch tomorrow or very soon. Sounds good. Enjoy the game. We'll watch the game tomorrow. Yep. Enjoy the game. Thanks. See you.